the stars are right, and that means it's time for another episode of The Whisper in Darkness. I'm your host, The Man from Lang. Thank you very much for joining me today. On this episode, we are continuing with our review of the player cards in the Edge of the Earth Investigator expansion. This time around, we're taking a look at the basic weaknesses. There are four, Arm Injury, Leg Injury, Panic, and Stupor. There are spoilers throughout if you care about that sort of thing. If you enjoy what you hear, remember to like, comment, and subscribe. Just a quick reminder of how we rate cards here on The Whisperer in Darkness. The best of the best get an Elder Sign, while the worst of the worst get an Auto Fail, and the cards in between get a plus one, zero, or Elder Thing, respectively. Cards that you build around or are good in one particular investigator get a Blessed Token, while cards that we believe are destined to end up on the optional list of taboos or that are just bad for the game get a Curse Token. Before we get started, I'd like to thank the patrons of this channel for their tremendous support. The Arkham Horror LCG community is amazing, and these people have gone above and beyond to bring you content like these reviews. If you'd like to support the channel's goals and see your name on this list, head over to Patreon.com, sign up for a tier of your choice, and claim your rewards. That would be awesome. Special thanks to Cole Monroe Chitty for the tremendous art that graces the channel, Nicole Fiscus for the new Whisper in Darkness logo, and Nate Lost in Time and Space for the intro as well as the overlays. Thank you very much. I couldn't do it without you. Without further ado, let's get started. We are back with our look at the player cards in the Edge of the Earth Investigator expansion. We're going to take a brief look at the weaknesses this time around. We're kicking things off with Arm Injury, Basic Weakness Injury, Revelation. Put Arm Injury into play in your threat area. Arm Injury can be healed as if it were a single point of damage on you. If it is healed, discard it. Forced after you take a fight or activate action, you cannot take any of those types of actions for the remainder of the turn. We receive four uh, basic weaknesses in this box. They are all uh, somewhat similar. We have uh, arm injury, leg injury, panic, and stupor. They all sort of do roughly the same thing, and uh, they are pretty nasty. Uh, you have had some experience with these, uh, Nate, already. Yeah, yeah, leg injury is rough, to say the least. In solo in particular, it's really a crappy situation to find yourself in when you're engaged with an enemy and you, you're you an investigator centered around evading and you need to evade an enemy, but then you can't move afterward. So then you're stuck re-engaging that enemy over and over and over again. And that often is just going to be the death of you. So... If that happens, you're going to need a point of healing. Despite Man from Lang's disdain for healing cards, these cards make it pretty necessary to run some sort of healing effect in your party, whether it's a dedicated healer like Carolyn that can get rid of panic and stupor, or you're running things like first aid, bandages, stuff like that, just to help get rid of them, because they're pretty nasty. Matt, you had talked about your Lily Chen deck that had arm injury in it. Yeah, that's been rough so far. Brutal. Yeah, it's been rough so far. I mean, I tried to mitigate it by um, taking Lily's willpower discipline so she can self heal, but still, it it it's just it's just rough. Like it shows up, and you gotta get the thing healed. You gotta get it off of you before you can be effective. I've also had some experience with panic. Okay, so well, first arm injury. The problem with arm injury, why it's rough, is usually when you fight something, it takes more than one action to defeat, and uh, when you can only do one fight action or one activate into a fight action. You can't defeat. You can't really defeat things if you can only do it do one attack at a time. For the most part, it's kind of tough. And then panic. I've experienced that as well. Not being able to take two play actions really slows you down. 
if you draw panic early in the game especially i mean if you're the investigator who's primarily responsible for enemy management in multiplayer arm injury is going to put a huge crimp in your game plan and potentially devastating not just to you but to the group as a whole because suddenly taking one fight action a turn is just not gonna you're not going to be able to deal with the enemies and then people are going to draw more enemies and then all of a sudden it just snowballs from there and uh and you're in uh, in deep deep trouble now i guess the nice thing about these weaknesses is that any investigator at the table may heal you to get rid of this so somebody can help you if you didn't happen to bring healing now as as much as i do disdain healing cards i would definitely uh be packing something to get rid of these because you can unlike some of the weaknesses in this game i'm thinking of things like uh, chronophobia for example where you can just sort of just go might not be chronophobia is not the right one but the ones where you can basically just sit with them on the table and carry on playing and they might hit you from time to time you cannot do that with these ones these ones need to be addressed and addressed quickly and so yeah i don't like healing but if i drew arm injury i'd be definitely looking to put something in my deck that can get rid of it or if i was playing multiplayer you would need people at the table who can who can deal with this because unfortunately the only way to discard this is by healing there's nothing else you can do to get rid of it you can't take two actions which is fairly typical for most basic weaknesses take the two actions get rid of your weakness by doing x thing that's not the case with these so yeah arm injury if you're if you're the fighter in the group you're going to be pretty debilitated yeah this one uh, arm injury is a bad one that brings us to leg injury which uh, uh Nate, I watched your game where you had the leg injury, and that was uh, a pretty painful uh, experience. Again, put leg injury into playing your threat area. It can be healed as if it was a single point of damage. Forced, after you take a move, resign, or evade action, you cannot take any of those types of actions for the remainder of the game. Obviously, resign, not a big deal. You're probably only going to resign once. The question is, can you get to the resign location and resign is the bigger issue, because usually you're moving and resigning. This prevents you, so you'd have to move into the location, wait a turn, and then resign. May not be fatal. Usually you can get away with that, but as you mentioned, Nate, usually you evade and then you move away. This puts the kibosh on that pretty quickly. Being, able to, uh, being unable to evade and move is, is kind of rough. I see why the resign is there, and I kind of like it, because it prevents you from going, run to the door, and then getting out. Yeah, it's like, nope, can't do that. Hey, you got to hobble your way out. Yeah, you got to survive one more turn. Yeah, I got to admit, like, both of these, arm and leg injury, I would, I, the name escapes me. It's level zero, it costs one, it has three charges. You deal yourself a horror to, to heal a damage. Oh, uh, the uh, painkillers and smoking, smoking, smoking pipe. Yeah, um, I think for leg injury and arm injury. So one of the problems with both of these is you have to stop what you're doing in order to heal yourself, in order to keep doing, you know, in order to keep going. And it's like that's what I've been discovering with arm injury is like you're in the middle of a fight. I just can't fight and then activate something to heal. That's really bad. You know, you can't finish off a baddie in order to heal yourself with an activation effect. 
So I think for both of these, because they interrupt your ability to get to get things done within a turn, like they hit you when you're already feeling like rushed, I really think painkillers is I would I would consider taking that in these because painkillers is a free action, so you can just get rid of get rid of this weakness and go about your day. Yeah, these these weaknesses are not only really thematic, but I like that they they make you look at cards you wouldn't have otherwise looked at for building your decks. Yeah. I think that that really goes to show the evolution of weakness design in this game, which yeah. I think is great. Yeah, and also like you were saying, Nate, I really I really do like how when they show up, you gotta deal with them. Like you gotta deal with them now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can't just like take a couple horror and wait four turns and then eventually deal with them. You know, you gotta deal with them pretty fast. Yeah, we've seen. I mean, weaknesses seem to 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 run the gamut between devastating and and sort of laughably weak. And these ones definitely land on the uh, on the uh, you must deal with immediately. I, I the re yeah the resign one I do like on here because man, I think of all of those uh, scenarios like say the unspeakable oath where you're at one end of the map and then you need to resign at the other end of the map or uh, what's the, the pallid mask when you're in the catacombs again, usually you've got to, you've got to travel some distance in order to get out. And this thing, I can't possibly imagine <laughs> to deal with that. And it's just like, well, the whole catacombs are collapsing and I'm moving one location to turn and this is just not going to end well for me. There are also two that deal with horror being panic and stupor. Panic is, uh, again, put it into your threat area. It can be healed as if it was a single point of horror. And uh, if it is healed, discard it. After you take a play, engage, or resource action, you cannot take any of those types of actions for the remainder of the turn. You've already mentioned, Matastrophic, that being unable to play two things in a turn is pretty bad. Uh, the engage is, I think, would be annoying if you were a you know, responsible for, for enemy management. But I know that take a resource, play a card is a pretty common line of play in this game. And being unable to do that is, uh, will definitely slow you down. Yeah. It's the, it's that combo of play, of take a resource, play a card that that's annoying. That really slows you down. Personally, I've experienced panic and it's like, I can only play one card a turn. Like what? <laughs> you know, like it's that's so slow. I'm drawing one card a turn, but I can only play one a turn. Oh, yeah, and there are times where sometimes you just you need an extra resource for an asset next turn, yep. and now all of a sudden you can't do that, and you're just like, ah. Mm -hmm. So, do you think it's easier to heal the damage or horror, or is it about the same? I th think there are a couple more cards that heal horror. Plus, we have Carolyn in the game that actively wants to heal horror. So, I think mm -hmm. Panic and Stupor are a little easier just for that. Like another card that comes to mind is Logical Reasoning which some seekers just take because of its ability to get rid of terror cards so now all of a sudden you're playing a way to to get rid of your weakness as well which is just a nice added benefit yeah it's, it's pretty class dependent like like guardian has um second wind um to deal with uh, arms and leg injuries rogue has liquid courage mm -hmm. and that's about it yeah mystic Survivor's... has mystic has the healing spells and uh survivor has I think Survivor has bandages and bandages. something else, I believe. Yeah, they have other, they have some other ways. Yeah, the fact that you have to, you can't, Peter Sylvester can't take this for you. You know, mm -hmm. you have to, you have to have some other horror healing in order to, uh, 
get this off of you if you're a survivor. Yeah. And the, the final one is Stupor. Same text as the previous weaknesses, but this one uh, affects your ability to parlay, draw, or investigate. Parlay, I mean, besides The Last King, uh, where you have to parlay multiple times per turn, generally that doesn't come up all that often. You usually just need to parlay once. Draw again. I don't know how often I take draw actions multiple draw actions per turn but yeah that investigate is yeah. <laughs> that's how you win the game <laughs> mm -hmm. so being unable to investigate more than once especially if you're the clover in the group it's pretty rough in solo there are a lot of turns where i've had to investigate move and then i have nothing else to do with that third action so i usually draw and now i can't do that it's also annoying like in last king uh, or other scenarios where you parlay, say you fail that parlay test for some reason, and now you can't try it again this turn, so you got to wait a whole another turn to do it again. Or if you fail, you can't then in try to investigate that location to get clues off of it, or you can't draw into more things. Like, this one's pretty nasty, too. I think yeah, if you were to nasty. fail with Ichitaka, you get attacked, and then she's gonna she's definitely going to attack you again, which is pretty yeah, it, pretty painful. If it had move and investigate on there, it would be also super nasty. Mm. If you couldn't move and then investigate, you'd be crying. <laughs> or if you can't finish off a location and then move, you'd also be crying. That's going to do it for our look at the basic weaknesses in the Edge of the Earth Investigator expansion. No ratings for these. They all, they all get tentacles. And uh, these ones definitely get tentacles because, man, Maxine wasn't messing around when she created this batch of, uh, of basic weaknesses. These ones, uh, you can't ignore them. You must deal with them, or somebody at your table must deal with them. And uh, otherwise, you uh, will definitely, uh, your game is going to slow down. And uh, these, unlike some of the basic weaknesses in the game, have the potential to just outright kill you if you end up in the wrong spot with the wrong enemy and you are either unable to escape from them or unable to kill them. Any final thoughts? I really enjoy these weaknesses yeah. for what they are. They're really thematic. Uh, I like that they make you look at cards you wouldn't have otherwise looked at and healing cards. Uh, you know, smoking smoking pipe and painkillers now look much more appealing to a lot of investigators. Yeah, I mean, they're just really well-designed weaknesses, I think. Um, yeah, I agree with all that. Um, they add a nice dimension to the game. They're weaknesses that attack you in a way that you haven't, you're not used to being attacked. They attack you by preventing you from doing things. They don't hit you in the horror. They don't hit you in the, you know, in the health. They prevent you from doing what you want to do. And I like that dimension that they add. And at least they still let you try it once. You know, it's yeah. not just like you can't fight, you can't do this. It's you only get one of these things and you have to like pick one. Yeah, and they it's nice to see weaknesses that don't fall back into the into the the classic it takes two actions to get rid of. I yeah. think that would have been if these had been designed a couple of years ago, they probably would have fallen into that into that old trope, but uh now we have not just two actions, but you're going to have to do something else to uh, to get rid of these. I guess the only consolation is that at this point in the game's uh, life cycle, if you uh, if you own the entire card pool, there are I think more than fifty basic weaknesses at this point. So the uh, 
the odds of drawing these is is fairly low uh, so chances are you could still end up with amnesia or paranoia or any of those the classics but uh, if you get one of these definitely uh, take a second look at your deck and uh, and prepare accordingly because you do not want to get caught out uh, by one of these especially if you are playing solo or if one of these weaknesses targets the thing that you are want to do whether that's uh, discovering clues or fighting enemies that's going to do it for this episode if you enjoyed what you hear remember to like comment and subscribe if you need to contact me i can be reached at manfromlang at gmail.com i'm also on twitter at manfromlang until the stars are right keep your shotgun close and your elder sign closer take care out there and happy investigating